Welcome to the Amateur Milf Society, a podcast about the highs and lows of mothering in the modern age. We're your hosts, Rosie and Sinead, and we are just, just trying. trying. Join us on a journey from positive pregnancy test through to school and beyond as we try to entangle all those complicated thoughts and feelings that come when you decide to push a baby out of your vagina. Other birthing methods are available. We are average, non-famous mums who live average, non-famous lives. Although if we get famous, we're not complaining. And we shall pay Elon Musk to move the UK closer to the equator. <laughs> yes. I don't think that's a half bad idea, you know. It has been sunny for the last few days and I feel about 80% happier about my life. I also think people behave less like knobheads when it's sunny. Or mm, sometimes it tips people the other way, right? But we're all so much happier in general we don't care that we're, there's weirdos about. Yeah, that's you're true. Le- you're more tolerant of the weirdos. Yeah. And everyone else is, like, on your side because we're all in a better mood. Yeah. I think. I honestly think, like, I don't mind cold weather and I don't mind the rain mm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. But if we could be guaranteed nice weather, I'm not even asking yeah. for an extended summer. For, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. from June the 1st to, like, mid-September, if nice we could weather. be guaranteed nice weather. Not glorious weather every day, yeah. but, like... Nice enough weather to not have to take a coat out. Yeah, 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 yeah. If yeah. I could be guaranteed that, yeah. I would be happy. Absolutely. I totally agree. And we, I think every single person in this country would feel at least 30% better year round. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Also, I guess the problem with this is the government could get away with way more shit. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, we'd be true. so much happier. And we also <laughs> wouldn't care. We'd be like, I don't give a shit. Get me a Krabby's. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need the heating on. Who cares about the heating crisis? <laughs> fuel crisis or whatever it is yeah i don't yeah i just there is something lovely though about lovely days in britain and the the camaraderie that comes with yeah british people going oh shit it just feels like we're all a team we're all a team we're all gonna sit outside until every like the very last inch of sun is out yeah we're all going to move our chairs with the sun. Yeah, we're all going to sit outside even after the sun has gone down. Mm-hmm. And in our bask vests. In the residual heat. Yes. We'll all drink alcohol. We'll try and cook food outside, which we're really bad at. Yeah. And we'll complain endlessly about how hot it is at night. Mm-hmm. Uh, and how none of us have fans. We'll all go upstairs and bring down the fans that have been stored in the attic yeah. since 1987. That we use twice a year. Yeah. Complain about it. We have... Our fans are so old, right? Mm. That I think they predate me. Really? Yeah, and the one that I have specifically for my bedroom yeah. makes a noise like Predator. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but I choose it every year because like I find the Predator noise to be quite soothing. Oh, it's like yeah. It's that's that's really weird and I don't know why my brain has decided to think of this in this moment. But when you said then, like, it, it's soothing for you to listen to the Predator sound, when I was at university, I found watching Darren Aronofsky films quite soothing to go to sleep to, which is really fucked up. Really fucked up. Yeah. Oh, I tell you what will get me off to sleep. Requiem for a dream. <clears throat> What's wrong with me? But yeah, it's the same sort of thing. There was some kind of weird soothing element to the to the weirdness of it. Oh, we only bought a fan last year. You know, yeah. You know how you know someone's rich? When they've got... A Dyson fan. A Dyson fan. Have you ever felt one? I've never even tried one. Yeah, because they have one running in John Lewis, like, in the summer. (laughs) You've tried one in the shop? Yeah. So 
I remember we used to walk... Sometimes we'd walk home from school. Yeah. And, like, into town. And if it was hot in the summer, we would all, like, go to John Lewis because they'd have a refillable, like, a a water machine. Yes. We'd go to the toilet, fill our water bottles up, and then go stand in front of the Dyson fan for five minutes. Oh, my God. How annoying must you lot have been to the poor John Lewis staff. Oh, fucking kids are back. Must be a hot day outside. Not that we'd know because we're stuck in a shopping centre. They're all coming in, standing in front of the Dyson fan. <laughs> Was it good? Is it a good fan? It's a great fan. Great it fan. literally just blasts co- cold water. Cold water. It doesn't blast cold, cold water at you. Yeah. Cold air. Because most fans, they just move around move the hot the air. air. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the Dyson one is magic. Also, I bet it's instead of it being a predator sound, it's like the sound of a soothing lady's voice. Like my live stream is to hook up with a man, have a summer fling with a man who has a Dyson fan. Oh, just a summer fling. So when I'm too hot, I can just go to his house and lie in front of his Tyson fan. You can have a... Okay. What's your equivalent winter boyfriend? Um, someone who has Someone it. who can afford to pay for the heating bills. <laughs> okay, so in both instances, a man with money yeah. <laughs> is what you're asking for. Yeah. That's how bad things have got. You just... I just want a man who has some money, please. <laughs> oh, God. Um, on that note, would you like to give me your week in one sentence? I would like to give you my week in one sentence. And my week in one sentence is school fates are like their very own circle of hell. I. Okay. Yeah, tell me more. I have opinions. <coughs> so, obviously. a couple of weeks ago, I took Darcy to the school fate. Yeah. Uh, it was boiling hot. It was like the first truly hot day. Yeah. And Darcy was being an absolute menace all morning. Like, I was trying to get stuff done. She's like, when are we going to the school fate? And it, it started at 11 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I was like, I'm not going out at 11 o'clock in the morning. And it runs through to, like, 4 o'clock. I'm not doing that. I'm not sitting outside for however many hours that is, hemorrhaging money. A lot of a lot of hours. That's a lot of hours, isn't it? To be at a school fate. So I was like, right, okay, it finishes at four. I think a sensible time to go is two o'clock. Yeah. But I was dragged there at about... 11.01. About, oh no, I managed to stretch it out to like 1pm. So we've gone round. We've walked in. Darcy's immediately like, can I have a brownie? Can I have sweets? Can I have this? Can I have a slushie? Can I have that? And I was just like, can you give me right tell me i want the uh, put me in the scene i want the list of all the things that were there what did they have so there's a few like crafty type stalls or like um like bake stalls Mm. to buy things from was there a tombola the mm, there wasn't a tombola but there was a raffle of course there also were like performances so there was a dance school that did a performance there was like a martial arts school that did a performance did some fighting yeah there was a few and then there was like a big inflatable so there's like a bouncy castle bouncy slide all of that stuff there was an ice cream van a chip van uh, a, a coffee van and then Old more. ladies selling shit. Yeah, just generally more yeah. stalls, yeah. second-hand uniform stall, which oh. quite handy. Yeah, but like everything is priced at. Uh, there was a bar though, which oh, okay, that changes things. Which did vodka slushy, so that I was changes things significantly more happy when I discovered that. Yeah, but 
I don't know how you can walk into a place where everything costs like two pounds and then the next thing you know you've spent all the money that you have <laughs> it's like the boot situation again isn't it you walk into a school any any of those kind of situations where it's presented to you as a look at all the fun shit you can do child yeah and then you're there you're expected to pay for it all i was absolutely furious because they had those trampolines oh yeah and they oh, i think yeah. it was like two pounds ago so she's like i need to go on the trampoline i was like okay go on the trampoline then yeah she had been on the trampoline bear in mind i think they get a 10 minute slot she had been on it for no longer than two minutes when she came out of the trampoline cage oh no i mean it's just stressing me out i and you'd can't already be paid on for, there anymore and you'd already paid for it and i'd already paid two pounds for her to go on for 10 minutes so i was like get back on the trampoline she was like it's very stressful that's a pound a minute you've spent on yeah that. i was furious I was fuming. Did she go back on it? She did not. She did not go back and on And later on the day, she was like, oh, I need to go on the trampoline. I was like, no, you do not. How dare you? How dare you mention the trampoline again, Never say lady. the word trampoline to me <laughs> yeah. again. Did you go on the bouncy castle? Did you have to pay to get on that? Yeah, so you had to pay for like... Pay a, to get on the bouncy castle? A wristband to go on the bouncy castle. I'm sorry. That What you're describing to me is basically Twin Lakes, is it not? Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, and also, it's in the school field, so there is not even one scrap of shade. No, of course. Why? Why Why would you need shade in a school I field? was violently sunburnt. Yeah. Because obviously you smother your children in Factor 50. Yeah. Would I ever think to put Factor 50 on myself? Of course not. Absolutely not. You're an adult. It goes on my face every single day. Very militant about my SPF on my face. Rest <laughs> of my body, though, I'll just give it cancer. <laughs> I always think that about my face but in the opposite way because I put so much makeup on I just think oh my pasty white face is never going to match my lovely golden skin because I've slapped so much fucking foundation on it honestly so the fate was um, a win was it? I hated almost every second of being there (laughs) but I think I would have hated being in my house with my child more more yeah so I've had I've got a similar situation. Um, it wasn't a school fate, but um, the week before I went on holiday, they were <laughs> the school had done a king's picnic. So it was to celebrate the coronation, right? So it was a picnic in which the kids had learned songs and stuff. And the way it was presented to us in the letter was that if you wanted to, as a parent, you could come to the picnic, in which case you could bring your child's packed lunch and you can sit on your picnic. T- blanket and eat your packed lunch and that if you didn't go to it then you needed to provide a packed lunch on the day because there would be no school dinners yeah my first thought was fuck the king i'm not going to it (laughs) the second thing i thought was it's on a wednesday afternoon there's absolutely no way loads of parents are going to it because most parents work so it doesn't matter if i don't go sinead Mm -hmm. i was one of two parents to not go to the king's picnic <laughs> and let me tell you was Ramona, Ramona furious absolutely furious oh. absolutely furious and it was one of those days that was really hot and she like we slathered her from head to toe in factor 50 and she still got burnt on her back because they were outside in the sun for so long why was she i know don't even don't so, even was she at school yeah all day outside why is she attending school in a vest she wasn't wearing a vest she was wearing a dress 
How did she burn through a dress? It had a hole in it. It's one of yours. Oh, okay. <laughs> it has. It's got like a. It had like a not a, not like a hole, like an area, like a backless area. Oh. Oh, so she's not. So she wasn't wearing her school uniform. No, 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 no. It was because it was the king's picnic. They could wear what they wanted as long as oh, okay. red, white, or blue. Jesus Christ. What dress have I given you that's red, white, or blue? Uh, you have not. It was a white dress. <laughs> we made do. Um, but So she did that, and when I went to pick her up, there was nobody there. The, the school was derelict, apart from Ramona's teacher, and Ramona stood outside waiting for me. And I got there on time, and the first thing she said to me when we left the school was, Mummy, why didn't you come to the picnic today? And I was, like, absolutely mortified. And I was like, "Did what? And he was. she was like, well, you... You didn't come, and Freddie's mummy and daddy didn't come, but everyone else's mummy and daddy was there. And she was like, and Freddie's mummy and daddy picked him up early, so I was on my own. So she had to sit in the classroom on her own watching Bluey with her teacher. And no one told me I could pick her up early. I felt so guilty. But that's like the reverse fate. It was like I could have gone to the school fate slash picnic, and I chose not to. And then I got, uh, there was hell to pay after that. Because yeah. I'm a terrible mother, apparently. I mean, I am of the opinion that if a school is going to have a fate, it should have a bar. Yeah, I mean, th- this wasn't even like... This wasn't even there was stuff that the kids could do. It was like, you had to come and look after your own child on a day when they're supposed to be at school, and then for five minutes they'll sing a song. That's essentially what it was. Yeah, I don't think I would have attended. No, I think I was right to not attend, but Ramona thought otherwise. Um, should I give you my week in one sentence? Please do. Um, I would like to give a formal apology to the Tunisian hotel staff. <laughs> this is a formal apology. Um, the staff of the Paradise Hotel, I can't remember the name of it, Paradise Hotel, something like that in Tunisia. Um, I'm so sorry because both of my children had a sickness bug whilst we were on holiday. And um, we didn't think to take a sick bowl with us. <laughs> So our children were exclusively sick into towels and sheets. Oh. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Um, we managed to get Ramona to the toilet most of the time. Um, but let's just say it happened both ends for both children. Oh, no. So that was quite messy. And Lola, she she's only two, so she doesn't know how to be sick properly. She lolls her head around like a drunk person. <laughs> uh, so we just had to hold a towel around her face so she could be sick into that. Oh. There was one moment Poor during that Rona week. Lola. Poor oh, Rosie. Gosh, no, I know. There was one point during that holiday where we'd gone to bed. We'd accepted that the kids were going to have to sleep in bed with us because they were both going to be sick lots. And Ramona would fall asleep because she was knackered, obviously. She would wake up going, Aah! like that, which meant I'm going to throw up. She woke up going, Aah! so Dave like picked her up in his arms to run her to the toilet so she could go and be sick in the toilet and at that very moment as he picked her up he scooped her up and I was like oh no and then Lola sat up and went like that and I was like sat there holding trying to hold Lola's head in place so she could be sick and not choke on herself whilst I could hear Ramona being sick in the toilet and I was like how how has it come to this that both of my children are throwing up at exactly the same time on holiday fucking holiday yeah especially because rosie texted me the day that she went on holiday she was like oh because i was like oh good like good luck with your flight or whatever Mm. and rosie said oh well ramona was sick in the night i was like it's fine it's probably just excitement yeah yeah it's excitement it wasn't excitement it was a fucking sickness bug which she'd got from school and this is the thing Sinead. i thought she got sunstroke at the pit 
the king's picnic. And that's why she was sick. Ah. But no. No, no, she'd just caught another disease from the Petri dish of school. Yeah. And that continued throughout the week. Lola caught it in the middle of the week. Dave's mum got it on one day. Dave got it when we got back. So, poor so we Dave. had it. Poor, poor, poor dear Dave. Did you get as... it? No, I didn't. I was fine. That's... And I got a lovely tan. Silver linings. Silver linings. My children were very well behaved because they were so sickly. <laughs> I didn't have to chase around after them. All they wanted to do was lie on a sun lounger in the shade, sleeping, which meant I could read a book and, and sunbathe. <laughs> so I'm not complaining too much, but yeah. So Rosie is recommending your children getting sickness books before you go on holiday. Yeah. Sickness books, but you need to time it so that they're not sick on the plane, because that would be horrific. Can you imagine? I can't think of anything worse. That would be awful. They were both absolutely fine on the plane, coming out and coming in, and then they were both quite sick for most of the week. I can't imagine anything worse than a sickness book on a plane. No. I did have the fear of God because I thought, what if I get it on the way home? Yeah. Because that would be even worse if you were adult. They would, they would like make a ment- like they'd help out with the kids having sickness on a plane, but not an adult. No. But then Dave got it as soon as we got back, so then I had to look after the kids while he was sick. <sighs> anyway, how are you? <laughs> how are you? I'm okay, Rosie. I am not dying of a hangover this time. Woohoo! Feeling chipper today. I am actually feeling very chipper. Again, we've mentioned it's sunny outside. We're 30% happier than we usually are. I fell asleep at... Well, I was asleep by 10.30pm. That's really good. And I slept all the way through till... Why am I talking about myself like a baby? (laughs) I slept all the way through until about seven o'clock this morning at which time darcy came into my room and then i was like do you want to watch youtube on my phone she was like yes obviously yes obviously and then you fucked off back to bed and then i fell back to sleep beautiful until like 10 to 10 oh that's gorgeous no not yeah 10 to 10 gorgeous um i was texting you last night because you were still at a barbecue weren't you i was yeah you were so Sinead was at a barbecue and i was texting her to say I'll see you in the morning for the podcast. I can't I can't say any more words because I'm literally falling asleep as I text you. <laughs> so I think I was probably asleep at about quarter past eight. You know what? Completely dead to the world. I love that for you, Rosie. But I, I've been a very busy bee, hadn't I? Yeah, you had been, been a very, very busy bee. I've been a very busy bee and we'd been out on the Friday and I was still very hungover. So I deserved it. It was a lovely sleep. Would you like to tell, tell me? Yes. Or tell us? collectively what we're going to be talking about today today we're going to talk teething and toddlers and i'm a very good person to talk to about teething and toddlers because i've got a fucking two-year-old yeah so rosie is in the trenches at the moment oh i really i really am in the trenches so we're going to talk about well we'll talk about our own experiences mine are very vivid because they're happening right now and i feel like i do i feel like a a survivor of some kind (laughs) I'll tell you about uh, mine and Dave's little talk we had the other night. Um, but we're going to go through a few different things. So we can talk teething. We can talk snot. Terrible twos as in like the rage that is within them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've written down leads. <laughs> but what we mean by that is like how you contain them, right? Yeah, how you wrangle. Wrangle. Toddlers. Toddler wrangling. What What would that be called? That needs a name, doesn't it? We need a name for a toddler wrangler. Yeah, I feel like maybe they should specifically breed dogs mm. to wrangle toddlers. Like, you know, how like border dogs. collies yeah, wrangle yeah, yeah. sheep. I think my dog could do it because she put the fear of God into any any child that came near her. Yeah, Darcy's um, terrified of your dog. Yeah, I'm not surprised. She's quite barky. Um, milestones. Yeah. 
health and safety. Mm-hmm. They're very health and safety, aren't they? Yeah, baby-proofing your whole entire house. Yeah, and sleep. Or lack of it. Yeah. Or how it changes. So, um, do you want? have you got anything to say before I start uh, moaning about my two-year-old? Do you want to do a bit of a moan about Lola? I'll moan about, I'll moan about Lola for a bit. Yeah, I'll okay. About, the reason that I want to moan about Lola to begin with, I suppose, is because I'm in it right now. Yeah. A lot of the things we've spoke about on the podcast, they've been retrospectively, haven't they? Yeah. And they're things that have happened to us and we're able to kind of like rationalise them. So that's kind of useful for people who haven't, it hasn't happened to so yet. So when does the toddler stage start? Is I, I think that toddlers start being toddlers when they can kind of walk a bit. Uh, but then when do they uh, when do they stop being toddlers and start being children well i think that's the problem the problem is that we all kind of subconsciously call them toddlers when they start walking because they are toddling right yeah but then we i think the problem with that is when the terrible twos are thrust upon us it comes as quite a shock yeah because it's only at that moment that you go oh these are toddlers yeah. Because one-year-olds that can walk about and toddle, 18-month-olds, are generally quite nice. Well, I think They're Darcy hit pleasant. the terrible twos when she was about 18 months old. Oh, mate. So how old's Lola now? Lola's t- nearly... Yeah, two and a half. Nearly two and a half. And she is a fucking nightmare. It's just only now she's just realised what rage is. She's just like, yeah, I'm just going to shout. She screams at everything. Her now, like, default response to anything she doesn't want is to just go... (laughs) And it's in that tone as well, and it's really annoying. Um, And I'm sick of it. But it's only just started happening now. I suppose the difference is that I don't worry about it quite as much, so we deal with her better. I remember when Ramona hit that stage, when she had that kind of... Uh, screaming I'm so angry at everything and I'm gonna and also the kicking the kicking the kicking and the punching and the and the just the lashing out yeah. it's like the, the flailing of limbs mm-hmm. whilst screaming when that happened with Ramona it was quite terrifying because I'd never experienced it like that before and and I genuinely thought something was wrong with her yeah, and so you did google I, did it I a million times going is there something wrong with my two year old and google goes no she's two <laughs> idiot it's called the terrible twos for a reason so now it's happening with Lola it's like and also, Normal. you know, you've dealt with it the first time. You like, you dealt know, you're going to yeah. be able to get through it, but it will still, end. At the time that it's happening, it feels like it will never end. It does feel like it will never end, and it's and I think it's because they talk. You talk about the terrible twos, like they get really angry, but no one explains to you just how much it happens. It yeah. feels like it's happening for most and of the, the day. The triggers that can set it off as well. Oh, good lord! I remember Darcy being about. She would have just turned two because it was in at the beginning of the first lockdown. Oh, man. And she fucking lost her mind for a solid 45 minutes because I would not let her carry around a bag of dog poo. Can I have some context for that, please? Well, we'd taken the dog because this was when the dog still would go for a walk. Yeah. So we'd taken the dog for a walk. Mind, it was only to the end of the street. Yeah. But he'd done a poo. So as a responsible dog owner picked the poo up I think that's fair and like was carrying it home and then Darcy was going mine mine and I was like oh, no Darcy to carry the poo herself. this is dog poo yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. want you to carry it yeah and she lost uh, it took exception to that yeah of course and we of got she did I had to carry her essentially by one arm mm. the rest of the way down the street deposit her in like the hallway walking into the house yeah. where she proceeded to scream 
for 45 minutes mm. just going mine mine they can't get out of it can they no and they, they yeah cannot, they cannot regulate themselves they cannot get out of it i think the i think what i've learned the sort of coping mechanism because uh, it was quite traumatic with ramona because i didn't realize it was that bad yeah and you're like what the fuck do i do so with lola it's very much like i now my brain is able to go you can't regulate this emotion babe even though you're screaming over a yogurt <laughs> you know it's literally something so small i remember ramona having a tantrum again an hour the whole of bedtime it was like at least an hour of screaming and shouting and and kicking and flailing arms mm-hmm. because i wouldn't take my hair out of a ponytail <laughs> And at that point, I was going... Yeah, I remember, she did have, like, a really weird thing about your hair for ages. She had a real problem with what I was doing. Are you going to wear your hair down today, Mummy? Are you going to wear your hair down? Are you going to wear it up? Are you going to wear it down? And she completely lost it. And I was like, I'm not not taking my hair out. It is my hair. And it is my... I was like, I I need to try and teach you at this point that you can't make other people change their hair. (laughs) This is a life lesson you must learn. But she just... But by that point, it didn't matter about the hair. No, because they just can't... They can't stop themselves, and it's almost like the more they scream, the more they want to scream more. Yes. yes. And then, yes. like, Darcy was sometimes would be screaming to the point where she'd be making herself wretch. Yeah, oh, Lola does that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She Because she does this, like, Eah! sorry, it's a horrible sound, guys, but that's what she does. That's the sound she makes, but much, much louder. I'm doing that quietly so that I don't break the microphone. That's the sound she makes, but elongated and over the space of maybe 45 minutes. And she chokes on, she's choking because she's hurting her own throat from it. And you just think, what are you gaining from this, love? (laughs) Yeah, why are you doing this? You're gaining absolutely nothing. But it's like, I think, like I'm in the midst of it now because she's cut, like she's probably doing it right now as I'm speaking. Yeah. She did it last night. she does it if you try to move, like you, if you're trying to put her in a safe position. No, I don't want to be in a safe position. I want to be in a position where I could really hurt myself. <laughs> yeah. And I will not allow you to put me somewhere where it is for my own safety. Yeah. So I will continue screaming until you have to make a decision based on the screaming. <laughs> but it's like, logically, we know, right, that they are doing this because they are figuring out how to have emotions yes and figuring out how to deal with them yeah but why is it that the the main emotion they seem to feel is pure rage pure rage this is it this is why i don't why can't they learn happiness first do joy yeah laughter just just laughter would be nice yeah it is it is so hard and also, I guess, because they can't fully speak yet as well. That's the yeah. other thing. You also cannot reason with them. You can't reason with them. You can't reason with them. It's like they them. say, don't neg- you can't negotiate with terrorists. Oh. You cannot negotiate with two-year-olds. I would prefer to negotiate with a terrorist than Lola right now. Honestly, if you want to send me... If there's any, like, terrorism going on <laughs> and you need someone Just to Just send do- <laughs> all of Al-Qaeda to Rosie's house. What do they... What do they... What are they called? The police guys that go... Nego- the negotiator. Yeah. With the, with the microphone megaphone i am quite happy you don't even need to give me a stab vest or a bulletproof vest i will go in straight sometimes i think i need a stab vest for for dealing with a two-year-old i tell you what toddler's elbows are so sharp yeah and the nails as well darcy's going with the nails and she never bit me but i know that there are biting toddlers yeah i don't think lola's a biting toddler thank god she had a biting darcy had a biting phase but she never bit me 
she specifically used to bite this one child that she went to nursery with. Oh, wow. Just one kid? Just one kid. Who was also, like, her best mate. Maybe just quite biteable skin, maybe. And she was just, like, she'd come home and nursery. I had to be called into nursery for several meetings about this. Oh, no. And she'd be very pleased with herself. She'd come home and she'd be like, I eat Milo. I eat Milo. That's so funny. So she thought it was funny. Yeah. Wow. But then they... The nursery staff would be like, Milo, have, has has anyone bitten you? And he'd like, like obviously have like a large bite mark on his skin. Yeah. And he'd be like, no. <gasps> oh my goodness. And she coerced him. Into so like... Darcy's like, at two years old, snitches get stitches. <laughs> yeah. Don't be a grass. <gasps> Do you know what happens to grasses, mate? <laughs> what happens to grasses? She really is going to be... Terrifying. To... Yeah. Maybe a terrorist. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't... I definitely am dealing it be- like better this time around for sure, but in the moment because I think when it's your oh. first, not sorry to interrupt you, Rosie, but when it's your first, you're like, oh no, they must be feeling so awful. Like, mm. how can I, su- how can I make them feel better? Yeah, and then like that very quickly wore wore that off subsides. for me. That subsides. That subsides. And then I was like, I don't want to make you feel better. No, because you're pissing me off. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to be kicked in the face while you're screaming at me, so you can get to fuck. Yeah, and I th- I know some people are of the opinion that if you ignore your children, it will like emotionally damage them for the rest of their life. But not for that amount. Not for like when they're two for a few months when they're screaming. That's okay. Yeah. And also like like I've said before, I think Darcy regulates better when she's just left alone she needs yeah. to work through it on her own so what i would say then so this is my advice to anyone that is about to go through the terrible twos or they're experiencing it right now and they're wondering what we're talking about or kind of like on board with us i would say every single toddler has a different way of like getting out of their rage quicker yeah so like for ramona and this is still the case now like some kids need to be left alone and that's the way that they get better if you try and leave Ramona alone when she's in that place, she has a panic attack because it's wor- it makes it worse for her. Yeah. She can't bear the thought of being left on her own. Like, mm. it scares her. So we know, like, we've learned that now she's five, like, going from terrible do's to a five-year-old, like, we know not to do that for her. That yeah. doesn't work. So we're never, ever going to leave her on her own because it scares her. With Lola, it's like, she can definitely be left alone. She doesn't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. She's like, quite frankly... So consumed care. by her own rage. <laughs> yeah, I don't care where you've gone. But one of the other things I've learned is that Lola can be distracted and yeah. Ramona cannot be distracted. You have to sit with Ramona and sit through it, which is really, really hard. But with Lola, you can be like... She can be kicking, arms flailing. It looks like The Exorcist. Yeah. It's gen- genuinely like... you like I'm very close to ringing a priest. <laughs> yeah. But I'll tell you what I'll try before I ring the priest... Do you want a biscuit? <laughs> yes, yes. Darcy could always be like distracted by food. Well, what not I've, always. But what sometimes. I don't know if Darcy's the same or was the same. But what I've noticed with Lola is like you try and distract her with something nice, like a nice food, yeah. and she'll go, "No, no, I don't want the chocolate." And you're thinking, "Yeah, yeah you, you do. do." So you try again. I try a second time. Do you want a chocolate? No! Screaming, shouting, throwing, kicking. Ah, very, very angry. And you go, "Okay then." put the chocolate down walk away yeah yeah and then yeah. you walk into the other room and then a couple of minutes later you think oh what's that i hear nothing yeah you walk in and there she is sitting eating the chocolate yeah boom yeah beautiful yeah yeah i think darcy 
sometimes when she was being particularly like physically dis- disruptive <laughs> physically disruptive that's a really nice way of you know, it. when she's like throwing her arms at like and i was worried she'd hurt herself yeah, yeah, yeah the only other option then for me was to essentially straight jacket her with yeah, yeah. my own limbs yeah yeah of course and just hold her yeah until yeah. she calmed down calm down a bit yeah, but yeah, then yeah. it would take much longer for her to calm down probably because she's being constricted <laughs> by all my limbs but like that was the only way that i could have her yeah. not damaging herself yeah, because course. she was so clumsy anyway that she'd be walking into nursery like a poster child for the nspcc <laughs> i was like i cannot let her smash her head off walls and no. like her legs and her arms because they no. will think i'm beating her yeah they're, they're so, it's so bad isn't it they're just i think between terrifying. 18 months and three Three. years yeah she consistently had bruises all over her head Mm. and consistently angry about i still don't know what most of the things i get angry about like sometimes it literally would be for no reason yeah like she would be fine yeah and then the next thing i know she'd just be booting off Mm. and i'd be like what's wrong and she'd be like yeah or I've noticed a lot of parents saying this. Um, you do the thing for them that they want. Mm-hmm. Tantrum. Yeah. This happened to Dave the other day. Lola was going, like, well, she wanted a yogurt. She can get in the fridge now. <laughs> I tell you what, the girl's going to be an evil genius when she's older. She's got into the fridge. She's pointing at yogurts. So Dave gets a yogurt out. And then suddenly I just hear, like, full blown script, like, ah, awful, the world's ended. And I shouted into the kitchen. I was like, What's the matter with her, Dave? And he just went, I gave her the yoghurt. <laughs> and that was it. Yeah. You wanted the yoghurt, you got the yoghurt. Rage. <laughs> rage. Full rage. I just don't... Uh, I know. I do understand it. I get it. It's the developmental thing. I understand it completely. It's just really hard to deal with. Yeah. It? yeah. It's so hard to deal with. It's very inconvenient. And it's so inconvenient and also like it makes me very angry and I'm I'm not generally an angry person, but I get I wasn't angry. an angry person before I, I had children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've always been the sort of person that like would have a good cry before screaming. Yeah. Whereas now I feel like I want to scream 80% of the day. Yeah. I just want to walk yeah, around Yeah, because it's incredibly triggering yeah. for us as parents yeah, to yeah, hear yeah. that. So triggering. Especially when you're already knackered. Mm-hmm. You're already on the brink of a mental breakdown anyway. Yeah. And then it's just going to push you over the edge. I wonder, we should look into this. We should have looked into this before. But, you know, I think we've mentioned before about, like, forms of torture. So yeah. sleep deprivation is a form of actual torture. I bet they could put, like, headphones on Sound people torture. and just, like... Yeah play children they do. screaming at them well because they play they play things they play like heavy metal music and stuff don't they yeah really really loud i think i would prefer to listen like if i was in a situation now where i was being tortured what a terrorist and torture this is this is the on par with terrible twos yeah that's how bad it is that's how bad it is we're talking about terrorists and torture so if i had been kidnapped now and i was being tortured and they were like oh we're going to do the old sound to-, they'll do the sleep deprivation they'll go right right we're going to give you the old sleep deprivation. And we go, all right, try me, mate. <laughs> you don't know about the first three months of my first daughter's life, do you? Give it a good go. Then they go, okay, the sleep deprivation hasn't broken her. Shall we try sound torture? Let's put sounds of nails and hammers in on your headphones for hours and hours and hours. Yeah. And I'd just be it's sat there unbearable. going... I'd just be sat there going, oh, this is quite nice, actually. <laughs> what track's this? 
Is this a Spotify playlist? Can I have this to listen to when Lola's kicking off? I just don't think they'd break me. No. I think that's the thing about having lived through having a toddler. It's like you are just unbreakable at that point. The only thing that can break you is your child. Yeah. And then they they, they try to... their best, don't they? Sinead, do you think that we should apply to be in MI6? I think we should. I think we'd be pretty good at it, you know. We're very unassuming MI6 people, aren't we? Yeah. No one's going to look at me and think I'm a People would be like, spy. that woman there, too clumsy... <laughs> And too loud to be a spy. Yeah. They'd take one look at me and go, well, t- she's obviously not capable of being a spy. <laughs> but to be, honest, to be fair, um, and I think I've spoken to you about this before, like, I have always had aspirations to be sexy and mysterious. Mm. But I have the complete inability to not sex- tell everything. Yeah, to be sexy and mysterious. <laughs> I'm like, I must tell this person I've never met before Every single detail Every of detail. my whole entire yeah, yeah, life. Yeah, 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 sure. I'm the same. I'm the same. I must talk about my vagina mm. and put it on the internet. Yeah. Oh, sorry, your vagina? We've spoken about my vagina on this podcast. Okay, let's talk about some other things because we've talked about the rage. We've Shall got we talk that teething? Teething. Yeah, okay. And the thing is, teething starts before toddlerhood. Teething does start before toddlerhood. Te- teething starts very, very early. The reason that we, I guess, we're talking teething is because it carries on it carries on forever it is talked about as if it's something that is only a small portion of your baby's life and it's not it's quite a long period of time isn't it yeah so if they start like i think darcy cut her first teeth at six months yeah and then had like her last bout of teething at about two yeah i think i don't think lola's lola's not got all her teeth yet she's two and a half i do think that her molars were coming through like quite recently though which is probably something to do with some of the rage yeah i think it was molars yogurts <laughs> and the thing is like you can tell that it's very painful for them mm. and but still it's like why do you have to make such a big deal out of this yeah, calm the fuck down you're just growing some teeth <laughs> if you want cowpaw you can have as much cowpaw as you want me yeah did you because i don't think we had any real coping strategies for teething oh no neither do other than when they were babies and using the powder which is just can i just say at this point teething powder it's a white powder that you have to put on your baby's gums it's cocaine you just think like is this for real (laughs) is this okay am i allowed to do this i don't think i ever used teething powder didn't you no oh i mean it is genuinely baby cocaine it's amazing i'm trying to think Really about what I actually did gel use. Did gel no she didn't like, gel I we I used the, the liquid ambosol for a bit like that's that was very oh. good it's like a liquid numbing agent oh. that you rub on their gums I heard of that before but all of Darcy's teeth came through in twos yeah so she'd have a pair of teeth coming through at yeah, the yeah. same time which made yeah. her incredibly angry of course it makes them dribble yeah Makes their poos funny. Makes their poos funny. So, so I guess, like, so this happened quite recently with Lola. So she was teething, teeth hurt, upset, dribbling. So she had a really scummy mouth. Yeah, and then their mouth dry. gets sore. Cause sore mouth. Like... Their poos go weird. So if you're ever wondering, because this happens quite often, doesn't it, when they get weird poos, you, like, worry about them. Yeah. And it's the last thing you think of. You'll be, like, worrying, 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 and you go, oh, oh, she's teething. Yeah. She's teething. Yeah, especially when they're out of that, like, first period of teething yeah yeah yeah. you forget you forget and then you're like 
Oh. Fucking teeth. So they've got a scummy mouth. Their teeth are hurting, so they're upset. They've got really bad nappy rash because basically their poos are more acidic because of the spit and stuff. So they get horrible poos that make their bum sore. Yeah. So they're just an absolute state, aren't they? I must say, the thing that we started buying when Darcy was teething was uh, the yellow metanium. Oh, I've heard about this. That stuff is magical. So for me, like, what my mum always used on me when I was a baby was pseudocreme. So we have always been a pseudocreme household. There's sure. always pseudocreme to hand. If anyone's got a cut, pseudocreme. Pseudocreme. If always anyone's pseudocreme. got a rash, pseudocreme. Yeah. Any kind of ailment, pseudocreme. Pseudocreme. <laughs> I started using yellow metanium on Darcy. Mm. It heals everything everything really? if i get a spot a bit of yellow <gasps> titanium on there oh my god i'm gonna get some where do you get it from boots is it just like amazon spot in the shop yeah <gasps> yellow titanium it is the best all-purpose mm. ointment wonder cream wonder cream you can possibly Witchcraft. buy it's so good oh, okay shout out shout out yellow titanium the dream because i do cream. think i think they do a white one and that's more of like a barrier cream mm. but the yellow one is actually like i find like it heals like i put if her bum was a bit sore i'd put a bit on it mm. next morning fine fine get me some of that i need to write that down good shout um we are talking about like uh things coming out of people's or- orifices what about snot Oh, why is it that toddlers toddlers specifically like older children yeah they get a bit snotty but they tend to be a bit better at blowing yeah. their own nose by then toddlers are just constantly walking around encrusted with snot oh, that's disgusting. all the time it's disgusting and it's like it doesn't stop Lola's quite recently been getting because she'd had like a bit of an illness so she was snotty but she started getting eye snot and the other day, I tried to get some eye snot out of the corner of her eye, and it dried so much that I gouged a, a, a scratch in, under her eye, getting it out. Oh no! Because I like tried to get it out with a tissue, and it obviously like scraped through her like cheek. Oh, bless her! I know, so bad. Um, but also, you become so used to the snot hmm. that if any of your friends' children or other various children you know are walking past and you happen to have a muslin or a tissue in your hand, you just get them like by the nose. Squeeze the nose. Big squeeze of the nose. Oh, I know. It's disgusting. And it just doesn't even... Like, before having kids, snot specifically would, like, knock me sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. But yeah. now, I would think... I would not even think twice about getting snot I'll, out of someone else's I will literally nose. I will get a muslin like if if Lola's snotty it's like the muslin has had so much snot put on it that it's stuck together and you just try you just sort of work your way to find a corner that hasn't been stuck together yeah until it's so stuck together that it's essentially a ball yeah. you can't squeeze anymore it's disgusting and it's yeah. at that point that you put it in the wash yeah horrid. it's gross isn't it absolutely horrid Lola started doing this thing now where she puts her finger in her nose Oh, Darcy, so when she's snotty, it's so she so puts gross. her finger up her nose, but then just holds her finger up at me and goes, Mummy! Oh. I'm like, what do you want me to do with that? So that's disgusting. To leave your finger out of it. Stop putting your finger up there. Yeah. You weirdo. Why are you... Yeah, also, why are you getting stressed at me about <laughs> you picking your own nose? Yeah, you chose to do that. Your choice. Um, what about uh, leads and 
I say Leeds, they're not dogs. You know what I mean. I I think that Leeds Rains. for toddlers are a good idea. We had a set for Ramona, which we did use a little bit. We've never used them on Lola, but complained endlessly about her trying to escape things. Well, Darcy had a, a little backpack that had an oh, yeah. attachable lead. Backpack with a lead, yeah, I've seen them. We used it twice before she figured out how to detach the lead from the backpack. <laughs> Genius. Lover. So she'd be out on the lead. Next thing I know, she'd be like... She's gone. Gone. Completely And gone. they're so fucking fast. Mm-hmm. Why can they move so swiftly? I know. I know. We live on a hill. There is no reason for them to be able no, to move so no, swiftly. No reason. There's Yeah, we live on like a slight hill. And when Lola goes to nursery, she runs all the way to nursery. And our next door neighbours the other day, she, she actually said to me, she was like, oh, it's ever so funny watching watching your little one go to nursery and you having to run down the street after her. Like, it's not funny, though, because I can't believe how out of breath I am just, run, <laughs> just running down one road. Get to her attached her. to Dobby's lead. I should do, really. I should do. Because then I started putting Darcy in dungarees so that I could just pick her yeah. up by the back of the dungaree. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dungarees are a good chat. So dungarees are really good for catching children, but terrible for changing nappies. Yeah. There's always a pro and con, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah, Lola's so quick. If you're just going out to the car to get her in the car, you'll go, right, we're going to the car then. She'll go, yeah, car, yeah, car, car, yeah, car. The second she stepped off our porch, she's gone off the drive. (laughs) And you're like, but you said, Lola, you said car. Why are you running away from me, please? It's so scary how quick they are. Um, I think that I think the reins and the leads. I think they were more popular when we were kids. I we think they were often because anymore. I've heard some people being like, "It's child cruelty to attach." No, you know what is child cruelty? Letting your child get hit by a car. Yeah, that's pretty bad, isn't it? That one's pretty bad. Uh, yeah, why is that child cruelty? That a lot of people are like, ch- children need free reign in order to be able to grow appropriately. But yes. I'm just like, not if you live on an A road. If I gave my child free reign. the world would implode the world would implode all of us would cease to exist yeah yeah I think um, I do wonder as well if there's anything in the whole like the amount that people walk or the amount that people drive now yeah is the reason that they use less because people walk less yeah I I don't drive so if I was going out with Darcy on my own Mm. she'd be in the push chair yeah and then if she started running off, I would just strap her into the pushchair. She gets in the pushchair. Oh, there is nothing worse than trying to get an angry toddler into a pushchair or a car seat. Well, what they Darcy? Don't want to be. Ha- yeah, it's like wrestling an octopus. It really is. So hard. Like, Darcy went through a phase of wanting to push her own pushchair. Oh, yeah. And that's really annoying. That's really annoying because it makes them go even slower. Yeah. Uh, give me a break. Yeah. And they they don't know how to push, but they can't see anything. They're going all over the swerving all over the and place. And the pushchair is like falling back on yeah. top of them because you've got so much shopping attached to the handlebars. Well, this is again, this is another terrible two thing, isn't it? Where it's like they want control over stuff and they want to do stuff for themselves, mm-hmm. but you you as the parent are the one having to negotiate what those things are. So they're going, I want to push the pushchair, and you're like, yeah, but mate, we're yeah very close to lots of very fast moving vehicles. <laughs> So let's decide. And I think as well, like, as toddlers, they, they're they really trying to, like, assert their own personhood and yeah. be, like... A lot of toddlers, like, have this very hyper-independent streak. Quite annoying, isn't it? Very annoying. <laughs> because they're really quite bad at everything. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's like, I can do this. Well, Ramona does this now and she's five. She'll be like, she'll be like, no, I can do it. And I'm there going, you definitely can't. Well, if you can, it'll take five times as long as it would take for me to do it. And also it'll be shit. (laughs) (laughs) No, I can do it. I can do it. And you're like, okay, cool. Like Darcy's was like she'd be trying to get herself dressed and she'd be like might do it might do it might do it (laughs) might do it yeah and then if you if you like tried to suggest like that she was trying to put her head in the armhole of her vest Uh she'd be like might do it can't tell them can you yeah and like at first it like she it was quite gentle to begin with she'd yeah. be like no mummy my do, do it, it. <laughs> and then and then it would she would be screaming my do it with her head <laughs> trying to get through an armhole oh god and Going she's slowly turning red with yeah. pure rage yeah 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 i well we're kind of having that at the minute with like both children so Ramona's five so she's far more capable but she's still trying to do things that she doesn't she can do herself she's trying to do her she own does... hair Darcy's trying to do her own hair and it's the oh my most God. annoying thing Sinead thank you so much for mentioning that because I had this literally this morning <laughs> she's going she went she looked at herself in the mirror and she went I'm going to have my hair in two ponytails today mummy I was like okay and then she went I'll do it myself and I was like okay and I'm thinking please don't it will look awful so she goes and stands in front of the mirror to start doing it. I'm like, could you please brush your hair first? She's like, Mummy, I'm doing it myself. <laughs> and I was like, okay, that's fine. But could you just brush your hair first? Because you've just woken up. And I went, you just looked in the, just go and look in the mirror again. Your hair is a haystack. Please just brush it. And then she went, at this, that's yeah, the sound. Yeah, they growl. That's the they growl. She got the hairbrush and she very, very angrily brushed her own hair. Mummy, yeah, I'm doing it. <laughs> but then that's the thing. Like, if you brush their hair with any more pressure than like a fairy tiptoeing <laughs> through the wood, their cheek. That, and Darcy's like, "You're hurting me." And then if she's trying to brush her hair angrily because I asked her to brush her hair, she's like, "Take her head the off." Brush through the hair. <laughs> yeah. and she's like. Why is it that your scalp doesn't hurt when you're oh. riding it round with the brush? When you're literally beheading yourself. What's <laughs> going on? Yeah. Oh, so angrily brushed her own hair. And then she put she put her hair in ponytail, two ponytails. Fair enough, she got the hair buns in. It looked terrible, but she did it. But then she wanted to have clips in because she wanted to have clips to tidy up the bits at the front that were messy because she can't do her own fucking hair. And she's putting the clips in and she's, I was in the other room and she was just going... Ugh. like this over and over again and then I was just like I thought I I don't know if she's ready for this moment or not I'm either going to get drop kicked down the stairs or maybe she needs my help but I came to her and I said do you want some help with the hair clips (laughs) and she went yes please mummy (laughs) honestly Honestly, I know we're supposed to be talking about toddlers, but it just doesn't fucking end. But yeah, it's that kind of like trying to do things. So we've got a sock issue at the minute. We've always got a shoe or a sock issue, haven't we? Me and my kids. So <laughs> Lola remote, specifically is Lola, like... but she's still a fucking nightmare with shoes. A shoe fetishist. Oh, God. Oh. So Ramona can put her own socks on, but she gets very angry if they're not exactly on properly. So the seams aren't tickling her toes, as she says, or if they're not pulled up and they're completely parallel. 
She essentially, the way that she operates around shoes and socks is the same Rafael Nadal does. You know, he's got his weird tics about how he puts socks on. She's the same. But she's not a pro athlete. Getting paid loads of yeah, money to play she's tennis. She's five years old. She's five. So she puts these so- she puts the socks on, freaks out, but doesn't want help because she's capable of doing it. But then it's wrong. So she kicks off. Lola can't put her own socks on, but refuses to let anyone else try because she wants to do it herself. So I'm doing that with both of them. Oh, God. And they're both at different levels. I, at this point, oh. I'd be like, uh, no more shoes and socks in this house. Yeah. You can go to school barefoot. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Um, actually, that's a good point to start talking about health and safety. Yeah, as you bash your head on the wall. <laughs> Toddlers require... I think I you're, just... you're entire. If you have a toddler, your entire life is one big risk assessment. It, yeah. That you never have ends. to develop the ability to risk assess any room mm-hmm. in seconds. Do you? So I've got this thing, and I only realised it because we've just come back off holiday, right? And in Tunisia, they 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 don't do risk assessments. I don't think in hotels because <laughs> the first thing that happened when we got into that hotel lobby on the Friday evening, and we were all very tired and very very hungry, and we were waiting in the lobby, going, "Please, dear God, let us into that restaurant." And the first thing that Ramona did was smashed her knee on the corner of a glass table. And I was genuinely like, I'm so glad you've just got health insurance, Dave. <laughs> oh, no, travel insurance, travel insurance. I was like, I'm really, it was so bad. Yeah, because everything so when you go on holiday is made of marble. Also. Everything's made of marble, everything's got a corner. But let me ask you this, do you now instinctively, I don't have to think about it anymore. If my child's running around me, it's like my hand instinctively covers the corner of a table. Yeah, yeah. As like a little shield, because I just think your head's going to go straight onto that. Yeah, or you will stand between the child and the wall. Yeah. Because yeah. Darcy's favourite thing as a toddler was just running into walls with her head. Just, yeah, head first. Yeah. Um, so Ramona has currently got um, into trying to do handstands. So is Darcy, yeah. It's, it's just, terrifying. It's so scary. What's even more scary, um, Sinead, is yesterday, while she was doing her headstands, but uh, handstands, by the way, which she insisted on doing in her high heels. <laughs> so she's doing handstands in high heels, right? And then Lola walks in front of her, forward roll. She's never done a forward roll. You know, you have, to, you have to teach a kid how to do a forward roll so they don't break their neck. Yeah. And Lola just went, nah, skip that bit. I'm doing a forward roll. Just fucking went for it. And I was like... Dave went, oh my God, did you see that, Rosie? She just did a forward roll. I was like, yes, can you please be careful with her neck? <laughs> it is very, very to... fragile. <laughs> We've been trying to teach Darcy how to do headstands and she doesn't understand that she's supposed to, like, tuck her chin. Yeah. So she's trying to yeah. do a headstand with her neck fully <laughs> extended. I'm just like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> what? What is literally wrong with you? It's like they need... It's like kids from the age of two onwards need to be taught like the art of yoga before they can do anything else. Yeah. Because every single thing that they do physically with their body is, like, ripe with danger. Oh, yeah. Everything. Everything. Because Darcy has inherited clumsiness from me. Yeah. I'm an inherently clumsy person. Mm -hmm. She is almost as bad. Yeah. Which is why I make her go to dancing. Yeah, please learn some Because I feel like she Please. needs, I need to 
instill some level of grace mm. in her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. While she's still young. But also they've got no fear as well. That's the other thing. So like Ramona will stand on a chair to reach over for the, the pen pot, which has scissors in it as well. But <laughs> she doesn't think to move the chair close to the table first. So she's yeah. reaching for it. And the other day, so the chair that she decided to stand on was like a folding chair. So she stood on the folding chair like miles away from the table where her bowl of cornflakes were, reached for the pen pot, the the chair slid from underneath her, the scissors in the pot flew out of the pot, and she uh, she slid off the chair, obviously, in quite a amazing fashion. The chair snapped shut, so it looked like she was in a in a WWE wrestling match. <laughs> and not only that, but she managed to smash the table with her hand which sent the bowl of cornflakes flying all over her. Oh, God. And you just like, that could have been solved if you had moved the chair closer to the pen pot. Or if you simply had said, can I have the pen pot, please? <laughs> the pen pot, please. No, no, they're not going to do that. <laughs> this is one thing that everybody, if you're listening and you don't have children, and if you're listening and you do have children and you wonder why they're always doing fucking annoying things <laughs> yeah a child will never do anything the easy way no they will find always. the most difficult mm. most dangerous mm-hmm. path yeah to any outcome i guess what we have to say to that is well at least they'll learn that's that's kind of what i want to say is like oh well they do they do it the hard way and then they learn from their mistakes the thing is the problem i have with that statement is often they don't yeah. because how often do you think Ramona gets on that chair to reach for the pen pot? And how often do you think that chair is far too far away from the table? <laughs> 100% of the time. <laughs> Not once has she scooted that chair in, stood on the chair a normal amount of... Yeah, why is it that children don't seem to grasp that actions have consequences? It's mad, isn't it? It's yeah. mad. Although... I feel like I'm being quite hypocritical in saying this because at the ripe age of 29 years old, yeah, I also have not learned that actions have consequences. Yeah, yeah. If we apply that to, um, I don't know, maybe like your dating history? Yeah, my drinking problem. <laughs> <laughs> also. We're all learning from our mistakes, aren't we? Definitely, definitely. It's like if I make a mistake one time, I'm like, oh, I better make it like three or four more times just to make sure it's still a stupid thing to do. And then you're like, oh, it's still a stupid thing to do. Maybe one more for the road? Just one more for the road. Just one more. See what happens. Yeah, that's basically kids, isn't it? Yeah. Another thing I want to mention about toddlers, which is what I think the funniest thing about toddlers is, is that they cannot jump. Oh, God. I mean, it's adorable when they learn to jump. Really adorable when they try to get it. It's adorable when they're trying to jump. But the lead up is absolutely hilarious. It's so funny. They look like such idiots, don't they? I'd be like, and I'd do it quite regularly. Yeah. Be like, Darcy, can you do jump? Yeah. Can you do jump? She'd be like, yeah, jump. Yeah, jump. <laughs> and then she'd just like bend her bend knees. knees. Just bend the knees. But then what? what's most adorable about that is the way they then look up at you with like pure glee. Like, look at me, I've just <laughs> jumped. And you're going, they fucking did it. Yeah. You idiot. Because that was the one thing, you know, when they do the two year check. Oh, yeah. Um, we had ours was during COVID, so we had it Sorry, over the phone. I need to interrupt you there. I don't think they do them anymore no? because of COVID. Ah. I've not had one with Lola. 
And I had one with Ramona, and I think that was sort of during COVID. I didn't have mine with Darcy until she was like over two and a half. Oh, really? Oh, maybe that's what it is then. Because I've just not heard from the health visitor. It's like COVID. It kind of felt like COVID happened. They went, should we just not do health visiting anymore? <laughs> yeah. Do you think we can get away with not doing it? <laughs> yeah. But during the two year check, they have a big list of things that they send you in the post, and you yeah. have to like check off which ones your toddler can do, and then you discuss it over the phone with the health visitor. Yeah, isn't because one of them isn't one of them something really, really stupid? It's like standing like, on one leg. There's like standing on one leg, and then there's can your child retrieve a blueberry from the inside of a locked box <laughs> with their little finger? And you're like, no. Yeah, and it's also like there's no way to naturally test some yeah. of these. Some things. of them are like, I don't have a blueberry at hand. <laughs> what the fuck do I so do? So Darcy passed all of her like all of the um, what are they called? Not the not the gross so she failed fine motor skills yes yeah, fine motor skills she got all of those yeah. that was fine and her gross motor skills um she failed because she couldn't jump and she couldn't stand on one leg Aww. but she had convinced herself that she could stand on one leg so she's going no no tick that that's a tick <laughs> sorry a tick, no no ma- sorry mate i've just noticed you you say i couldn't jump there but i actually just did a jump i don't know if you saw me then i definitely did a jump <laughs> Mummy, definitely, mummy. Look, I'm doing a jump on. Are you going? Yes, Darcy, you're jumping. Yeah. Are you doing a jump? Yeah, jump, jump. <laughs> oh, bless. Um, this is a very good point, actually. Now we're talking about these, the, the, especially with the two-year check. This is a really good time to talk about that, like um, the the milestone thing and the, yeah, and the worry that you have about your children get hitting those milestones compared to other kids. I remember it with Ramona, like she couldn't do certain things that other kids could that I really worried about. Yeah. And now with Lola, like Lola's speech is like so far behind most kids her age. Yeah. But I'm just not worried in the slightest. I also have a pet theory that second children talk slightly later than eldest children. They don't need to. They don't need to talk because their elder sibling can do the talking for them and they can make themselves understood in other means they don't need to actually speak yeah but it's like it's again it's one of those things like the worrying thing with the first child it's like all of those milestones happen at different times for each kid different children yeah and i remember worrying that ramona wasn't good at her like the jumping but her speech was quite good yeah and it's not until like later on when you realize oh yeah they're all the fucking same and eventually it all does even out it does because darcy I think was quite an early talker. Mm. But then, like, not only does it matter on the specific child, it also is, like, I think very environmental. So Darcy, I think, spoke sooner and had a larger vocabulary because she lived with four adults. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She listened to a lot of adult conversation. Yeah. We all spoke to her. Was it when was it when she turned three that she could start talking about politics? Is that when she started? <laughs> that's when she started reading the Financial Times. <laughs> no, she had just turned three when she. No, she was not even three yet when she. She's already on the debate the, debating club. <laughs> that video that I posted on social media. Your, where your she's, finger is very close to my face. <laughs> where she's going. Boris is a little bit naughty. Boris is a little bit naughty. Little bit naughty, yeah. Little bit, right? A little bit, yeah. I think um, that, yeah. Again, all of those, like, kind of, like you say about the environmental thing. It depends whether they go to nursery 
or like they're, yeah. they're staying at home, whether they've got siblings, mm-hmm. all of those and things. And like your lifestyle. So like yeah. if, you, if you're more inclined to carry your child around all the time mm. and they're happy to be carried around, mm. of course they're going to walk later. Yeah. They don't want to walk when yeah. they could be carried. Yeah, absolutely. Like Darcy was like super independent yeah. and just wanted to be up and about by yeah. herself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. And it's all, again, all of those things play a part and there is no need to worry about it. Yeah, my nana said my dad didn't walk till he was 18 months old and yeah. I'm pleased to report that he he can walk. Yeah, I saw him standing up today. He's <laughs> fully standing. He is a man standing. By the way, I know I said this to you on Friday, but just for you guys, um, absolutely hilariously, there was a German man on holiday that looked the spitting image of Sinead's dad. And every single day I saw him, I was like, that's Sinead's dad. And I, no, no one else, like I couldn't tell anyone else this because no one else I was with has met your dad. <laughs> so I was just sat there chuckling to myself going, it looks like Sinead's dad, mom. German man looks like Sinead's dad. <laughs> Hilarious. Um, have we got through everything? Sleep. Let's mention sleep. Yes, let's. Talk sleeping. I found toddlerhood to be transformational for Darcy's sleep. Yes. She started sleeping through um, her birthdays at the end of January. She started sleeping through the New Year's Eve prior to turning two. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. she slept through on New Year's Eve. Wow. And then that just continued. Yeah. yeah. And still continues continue. to this day. Yeah. yeah. Like she'll yeah. have the odd night, but honestly, it's so rare that she's up in the night that yeah. it's like almost concerning like i got up to go for a wee the other night and when i was having a wee she was like arrived in the bathroom and i was just shocked oh i was like what are you doing out of bed are you okay (laughs) what's happened she was like yeah i just need a wee oh bless and it was like 3 a.m yeah and i was like this is really weird it's the first time i've crossed paths with my own daughter in the middle of the night that's not gonna happen again until she's 18 (laughs) she's coming in from a night out yeah where have you been are you okay? Uh, yeah, I found the same. Like, Ramona's... N- she still wakes up sometimes. Like, it's loads better. It's fine. But, yeah, around the two-year mark is when we started. She slept in... So, we moved We moved from a one-bedroom flat to a, an actual house when she turned one. And for the first year in that house, she slept in bed with me and Dave because we'd always co-slept with her. Mm. But we had set up her bedroom and set up her bed, so she was napping in her bed in the daytime so then when she turned two that's when we made the transition to put her in her own bed at night time and it basically just worked straight away there was no real hiccup she would come into the she would come into our room sometimes and when I was pregnant with Lola I had to sleep in bed with her quite quite a bit like if she woke up well the problem was if she woke up I'd go into her I'd get into bed with her to wait for her to go back to sleep and then I just couldn't be bothered to get out of bed again yeah that happens quite often I think yeah um, but yeah, when she turned two is when, you know, Dave was promoted back to bed again. <laughs> properly. And then he was promptly demoted. Demoted as soon as Lola was born. Was born. Um, but yeah, it's like, it does feel like you're starting to get sleep again, doesn't it? Yeah. And it also like sleep stops being the main, I feel like mm. s- up until they hit about two, sleep is the main issue sleep is everything isn't it sleep is everything everything revolves around they hit two and it it shifts from sleep to tantrums yeah yeah is what's on your mind goes from sleep to rage yeah Mm -hmm. yeah 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 that's 
that yeah that's so true so but i, I guess hopefully everyone listening kind of is in the same boat in that their two-year-olds are kind of much better at sleeping than they were when they were babies and it kind of just it does alleviate that you now have time to worry about the tantrums but yeah. it, and at least you're getting a good night's sleep yeah so you can rationalize it a bit better and you can deal with it a bit better also sometimes i think the tantrums i'm not saying they're a good thing but the tantrums tire them out oh yeah like Darcy has tantrumed herself to sleep yeah, before. Yeah, 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 definitely. Lola has. There's that cute thing. Well, it's not cute. It's it's really annoying actually. But that thing they do when they have a really bad tantrum, and then when they finally calm down, and they do that adorable kind of <laughs> yeah <laughs> as they're falling asleep, and it's really adorable, and you really want to stroke their face, but also you're still enraged because you're like, I can't believe you just made me go through that. Yeah, you were so angry for no reason, and now you're like. <laughs> But speaking as two women who have now had children that have transitioned out of toddlerhood Mm. into actual childhood, Mm. doesn't it get so much easier? It gets so so much much better. So much easier, yeah. And once you get through... And it's like, when they hit... it, Like you say, with Darcy, it was maybe 18 months. With Lola, it's happening now, which is like two and a half years. Their first bout of rage. Yeah. So their first bout of rage will maybe last about a month, I would say. I'm mm-hmm. hoping so because it's been three weeks for Lola. So, can we just have maybe just one more week at the very most? Yeah, but then they'll kind of cycle in and out of it. Yeah. So you have that first bout, which is usually about a month of just pure anger. Yeah. And with your first kid, you worry about it and you think, "What's wrong with them? Will this ever end? Will it ever end? Of course it ends. But what that means is because it ends and you go, "Oh no, it's just the terrible twos. They're just having tantrums." It will then come back round again in like six months. And so yeah. this is just a reminder that when that rage kicks in again, don't forget, it will go away. And what I it will go away. learned after about, after a few months of a couple of like cycles of this rage, I noticed that the rage cycles preempted her learning to be able to do a new thing. Yes, learning to be able to do a th- new thing. Also, what will happen is... So, yeah, there'll be a developmental thing. So, suddenly they'll be really good at something that they weren't before. And you're like, oh, that's what all the rage was about. Like, we just oh, wanted to jump. She was very, very angry. Now she can jump. Yeah, yeah. But also, there'll be like a shift in their food patterns as well, I've noticed. So, this is what's happening with Lola and Ramona. I know Ramona's five, but she is have, having all sorts of rage issues. But also, like, her food consumption is going out. Like, it is skyrocketing. Yeah. So, Darcy they does clearly yeah. just fucking need more energy. Yeah. And they don't know how to deal with it. They go, their brains are developing in some way. So I don't know, maybe Ramona will be able to do a fucking handstand <laughs> next week. Um, but also I'm having to like just shovel more food down her throat. I told Dave the other day what Ramona had eaten when she got back from school. And I was like, she was an absolute devil until she had eaten all of these things. And that wasn't <laughs> even dinner. Yeah. It's just madness, like how much food they suddenly need. So I would just say like... With the rages. If they're getting really angry, just give them more food. Give them loads of food. And yeah. if that happens to also be like chocolate and stuff, like just to get you through the day. It's fine. So fucking be it. Do what you need to do. Do you know how many times I've just like been dealing with the rage? We should just call it the rage. Instead of the terrible twos, we should call it the rage. The rage. Like the great a, rage. <laughs> like it's a Stephen King film or something. <laughs> um, but like the amount of times I've just gone, do you know what? And I've just thrown a chocolate at them. Go on then. Yeah. Have a fucking chocolate. Mm-hmm. Give me some quiet. Please give me some peace. Guantanamo Bay, take me. <laughs> <laughs> I can handle it. Yeah, honestly, I had times 
of Darcy being a toddler where I would be like I want to commit a crime so I can go to prison <laughs> for like a bit yeah imagine imagine having a bed solitary I want to be in specifically solitary confinement a bed in a room where no one bothers me for 24 hours of the day and it's quiet I mean I, get... I don't think prisons are famous for being quiet places <laughs> Rosie yeah, that's true, actually. I don't know, though, but we're dealing with the rage. Quiet compared to the rage. Yeah, that's true. Very I honestly, compared to the rage. I was like, what crime can I do that will get me in prison for, like... Get me in nice prison. Yeah, like, 12 weeks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Would have been great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a 12-week stint, just to sort of, like, slap me on the hand. Don't do that again. And you're like, oh, I won't, mate. She's no- she's three now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need to go back She's in. grown out of the rage. You just say you say it to the to the prison warden on your way out. Just just hope I don't get pregnant again. <laughs> See you in three years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. What would you do? What could you do for twelve weeks? Shoplift? Maybe. If it's a first offence, would it be? A, was it? I, is it a first offence? I don't think it? you would get put in prison for no, shoplifting. Okay. Um, GBH. <laughs> <laughs> of my own child. No, that would be more than twelve weeks. Yeah, yeah, it really would. Wouldn't someone it? that's someone that's awful. Yeah. What about GBH for someone that's tried to get in your house? That would be would that be twelve weeks? Do you think? I don't know. Why do I care? Honestly, I don't know why I'm having this conversation. I'm not, I'm not familiar with the judicial system. You all you know is that you wanted to go to prison for twelve weeks. You didn't consider the ins and outs. No, so you didn't think no. about the, the, I was just the like, details. Whether it was prison or sometimes I was like, oh, a nice little trip to the psych ward might be nice. Yeah, what can I do to get twelve weeks in the psych ward? Nothing, because the waits are so long. Yeah. There's no way you'd have got in while she was two. Yeah, that's Not true, actually. I sure would have had to preempt it when she was born. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I want to be in the psych ward yeah. in when she's two. about two and a half years. Yes, please. Um, I guess, well, we don't really need to say any more about um, the terrible twos, I don't think. We, the, if you currently no... have a toddler, Godspeed. Yeah, that's it, really. And I think, like, you will know instinctively if there is something wrong with your kid. Yeah. All of those, like, generalised kind of worries about, like, the rage and the food and the developmental stages, like, you would know if there was genuinely something wrong. Yeah. But uh, we're here to tell you that if your child is consistently screaming at the top of their voices for no apparent reason and it's not stopped for a couple of weeks, it is okay. Yeah. It is totally normal. You might not be okay. You're not okay. The situation itself... You are rocking in a corner. Fine. Normal. And it will (laughs) end. We promise. It will end. But it will come back again. Yeah. It will come back again. It will keep coming back again throughout their childhood. Um, Even at five, they still are prone to bouts of rage. Darcy does get quite ragey quite often. Mm. What was it the other week that she kicked off about so intensely that she tantrumed herself to sleep? Oh, wasn't it YouTube? It yes, was the, was it, the, it was when she had the ban ban from YouTube. Ban, she was banned from YouTube because she, um, you know, what what did she do? She crept into. So this was when my parents were on holiday, mm. and usually, like, it wouldn't have been an issue because my mum leaves for work at seven thirty. Yeah. So if neither of us were up at seven thirty, which we don't really need to be, yeah, because school doesn't start till eight forty five. She'll knock on the door just to make sure that, like, my alarm's not turned itself off. Yeah. Like, I remember to set my yeah, alarm, whatever yeah. it is. Um, but mum and dad were on holiday, so that wasn't an option. Mm. Darcy crept into my room, let herself onto my phone, 
and started watching YouTube at an unspecified hour because I didn't wake up because she's so good at creeping now. She's so good at creeping now. Oh, my God. Uh, she then turned off all of my alarms. And you, so you slept in because she turned your alarms off so she could watch YouTube secretly yeah, on your phone. on my phone. Wow. And I woke up just by chance at, like, 20 to 8... So, like, ten minutes after we normally would be up. And you're thinking, well, why's my alarm not going on? Yeah, and I was like... Because it's creepy fuckers on my YouTube. At first, I was like, what time is it? And then I turned around, and she was in bed next to me watching YouTube. Oh, my God. I went ballistic. You know, sometimes, like, you can kind of rain the rage in, yeah. but I'd literally just opened my eyes. Didn't know what time it was. Like, we could have been late for school, late for work. I literally snatched my phone out of her hands, checked the time, and then I launched into a tirade. I was like, you do not let yourself onto mummy's phone and watch YouTube. I was like, that's it. No more YouTube. Done. No YouTube for two weeks. Done with YouTube. And I did stick to it. Good. I stuck to the YouTube ban, but after she got home from school that day, it was on a Friday, she was like, can I watch YouTube? YouTube? And I was like, no. I was like, no YouTube. Yeah. And if you keep talking about YouTube... There'll be no... You'll never watch YouTube again. They don't get this, do they? The more they say things in that way, you go, the more you say it, the less it's going to happen. Yeah. The more you say it, the less it's going to happen. The more you say it, the, the less, less it's, it's going to happen. happen. What do they do? Keep say on saying it. it. Yeah. Keep on saying it. So uh, she kicked off to such an extent that mm. I was like, Darcy, when you're behaving like this... I don't want to be around you, so I'm no. going to go and sit in the other room. Yeah. Mummy needs a minute. Until you calm yourself down. Yeah. And she was just like, fine, go away. <laughs> yeah, like, okay, mate. I was like, cool. So I went in the living room, and about 10 minutes later, I was like, why is the house deadly silent? Yeah, what? So I walked back into the other room, and she was out cold. Oh, she was asleep, on the couch, fully asleep. But she was like drenched in sweat. She, yeah, because she had been kicking off to such an extent she that she herself like, to sleep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, it's absolutely. And and she is five, and she's this is five, still yeah. happening from time to time. But it yeah. happens way less. It happens way less. It's just like I'm really struggling with Ramona's rage at the minute. Again, this was supposed to be an episode about toddlers, and we're complaining about our five-year-olds. But it's the rage thing, I guess. That's the thing. That's the point, isn't it? The rage, the rage, the rage, the rage. Um, Ramona's rage is so bad at the minute. I think she's matching Lola's. Yeah. She's pissed off with Lola. She's pissed off the second she wakes up because Lola's there, probably with her foot in her face. <laughs> so no wonder she's pissed off. So the minute, the second that Ramona's awake, she's making sounds. Yeah. Why do they growl? Oh, it's so annoying. So she's like so bad. And she screams as well at the top of her voice. The other day, so it was, it would have been Thursday when we came home from school. She came out of school and the first thing she did was demand to have her book. So she'd made, she'd stapled some fucking leaflets together and it was her book. Luckily, I had the forethought to put it in my pocket because I thought if I don't take it to school with me, that might be the end of me and it fucking would have been. So I got, she came out, no, hello, mummy. No, I'm like, you had a nice day at school. Mummy, I want my book. <laughs> All right, good job I put it in my pocket. Here's your book. And then we were walking home and she was kicking off all the way home, like screaming for some reason, probably because I was walking slightly ahead of her. She was just going, Ugh! like this. 
mummy like this yeah and you know what Darcy does just just reminded you this as well they walk out of school hand you all their shit throw everything at you and then I've got 27 bags in each hand Darcy's like mummy why aren't you holding hands with me I was like maybe because I'm holding all of your shit yeah 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 absolutely yeah and I'm walking home she's slightly behind me she's annoyed that I'm not waiting for her and I'm like well you're walking slowly on purpose you (laughs) idiot so yeah she screams all the way home get home launches an attack on me like screaming at full rage launches an attack (laughs) like completely loses her shit and at this point, this has been going on all week. So it's like since we've got back off holiday, she's just been an absolute mess. And I literally was pleading with her. Honestly, Sinead, I was like, I was I was just stood there going, Ramona, all I have done is picked you up from school and come home. I've done nothing differently. Nothing about this day is any different to any other day that we go to school. What have I done wrong? What is it that I have done to upset you so much? I don't know what to do for you. What do you want? What do you want from me? Yeah. Literally. What what isn't it want? so demeaning when so you are pleading, pleading with, with your actual child? Actually, I was like, please tell me what I can do to make this better. And I was like, can you tell me what is making you so upset? Do you want to know what she said? What? Do you know what she said? I do. She said, Mummy, I just wanted my book. Sorry. The book I gave you on demand the second you left school. That book. The, the book that you're holding in your hands right now. Yeah, I just wanted my book, mummy. I was like, but you, but you have your, you have, you have the your book. book. <laughs> you have the fucking book. <laughs> and that was the, that, that was the extent, that was the same night she screamed herself to sleep. The same night. And I had to, I had to, um, uh, Lola's in the same room as her now. So I had to like hold Lola's ear. <laughs> So that she would fall asleep without having to listen to the she put the ear defenders on. Ear defenders on straight on, but that was like so. She did that, and then I gave her um, a packet of mini cheddars, a chocolate, a, a, a milkshake, a, a jam sandwich, um, and two biscuits. And until she had eaten all of those things, that's what she that's what she was behaving like. <laughs> and after all of that, she was a bit better. <laughs> But yeah, like like that is few and far between now. That happens maybe like once every six months, whereas when they're two, it's maybe once every two or three months, maybe. Every six days. Or every, six, yeah, every, every few days. There, there, there is a specific point in every toddler's life where they are having a tantrum at least three times a week. Mm, yeah, yeah. But then I think that's more likely to happen with girls. From what I've, oh, interesting. What I've noticed, I don't think... That our friends who have got boys had the same the same sort of rage level mm. of like rage. Yeah, I wonder if so. I don't know what the reasons are, but like one of if the you're things, a boy mum, please get in touch. Please with let us. us know if they have the rage as well. We'd love to know about the boy rage, please. But it's like I wonder if they're better at like using their energy because they are they generally throw themselves around a bit more, don't they? Yeah, but Darcy also does throw yeah, herself they do. around a they lot. They throw themselves at walls and shit, and the amount of handstands that Ramona's trying to do. By the way, can I just mention at this point? I know we've again we're overrunning and we're talking about things that are not toddler related, but you know how Ramona's trying to learn how to do handstands and mm-hmm. she's trying every single day. We have to watch every single one. Yeah, mummy. Mummy, watch. Mummy, watch. And I said, I'm already watching you. I've watched every handstand you've done for the last half an hour. Yeah, I know, but can you watch me? Because this is going to be the best one. You're like, yep, sure thing. And in my head, I'm going, it's not going to be the best one. (laughs) 
It's certainly not going to be the best one. Um, and she said earlier, this is how often she makes us watch handstands. She was, she was like, oh, mummy, I've just realised that when I ask you to watch me do a handstand, I do really good ones. And when I ask daddy to watch me do one, they're always really bad ones. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> Isn't that crazy? And me and Dave were just sat there going, we've both watched every single one. What are you talking about? We're not allowed to look at anything else but your stupid legs <laughs> trying to get up in the air. Anyway, I uh, think we should take a breath and we should end the, the podcast. Let's uh, end on our loves and loathes, shall we? Are you going to tell me your love of the week, Rosie? Uh, yeah, okay, I'll tell you my love of the week. Um, my love of the week is... Uh, the Tunisian Trinket Shop. The Tunisian Trinket Shop? I can't even say it. Tunisian Trinket Shop. Oh, okay. So, um, as you might have noticed, I went to Tunisia. Oh, did you go to Tunisia, Rosie? I went on holiday to Tunisia, actually. It was really lovely. I went on holiday. It was really hot and nice. Yeah, and then your children were sick all over the whole country. I know, first, honestly. It's the only thing keeping me from um, gloating about my (laughs) holiday is the fact they were sick the whole time. But no, there was a shop in the hotel and um, obviously everything's a lot cheaper, but like by a huge amount that I didn't even realise, like I didn't realise until I went in this shop and the key key rings... (laughs) Are like fifty p, but it was like I love a trinket shop. I love little I love trinket a tat shops. Shop love a tat on shop on holiday. Love a holiday tat shop, but one that's so cheap as well. And it was like Ramona as well because they had like bracelets and key rings and like little toys, little camels, and like beautiful little like terracotta wall hangings that were like you know the hand of Fatima and all the sort of shit I love. And it was great because I could buy loads of stuff for like my family, like my mum and my auntie and my grandma that they'd love for Christmas. Bought myself loads of like key rings and shit. And then it, for Ramona, it was great because it's like she loves a little bracelet and a key ring and little oh, things yeah, like that. So stuff. does Darcy. And little, you know, boxes and stuff like that. So it was really nice to just go, have what you want. Yeah, have what you want. Have what Free you want. reign. It's a bit like sometimes when you, if you do like a Primark one where you're like, what do you want? Yeah. Because the thing is, like I know I'm very privileged, but like I, I'm not able to go... I can't take the girl shopping and just go buy what you like. Yeah. You have to be quite frugal about, frugal about what we buy. A lot of the clothes we buy are secondhand or we have hand-me-downs. Like, I can't afford to just go into Next and buy all their stuff. Yeah. So to be able to go in, like, a little shop that's got loads of nice little bits that make Ramona happy and, like, purses and shit like that. And yeah, just go, when you give them you like. money... Like, yeah. I did want. this recently, like... I took Darcy into Hinkley and there's lots of charity shops there. Mm. So I gave her five pounds and I was like, you can spend this five pounds on whatever you want. She's like... (gasps) It's just really nice for them, isn't it? And they get to choose what they want. They get to take... And then she had a little bag. They put in a little bag for her and then we went to the bar, had a cocktail, of course. (laughs) Uh, I'm sat there sipping on my gin fizz while she's going through all her bracelets and her key rings. Lovely. Yeah. Lovely, love a trinket shop. Love a trinket shop. What's your love of the week? My love of the week is... Uh, Sabra, garlic and red pepper hummus. What? <laughs> there is a brand called Sabra yeah. that makes the most delicious hummus. Where's it from? You can buy it in like Sainsbury's, Asda. Okay, so it's just a certain brand. It's like, it's so creamy. Mm. You know, like some hummuses can be quite like... Gritty. Gritty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so creamy and then it's got like garlicky oil in the oh. top. Love it when they have that. It's Love so, that bit. so nice. Like, mm. we had a barbecue the other week and we bought a tub of that and I toasted about 
five pita breads and just dipped the just pita bread with in the, the hummus. Pit- mm, nice. So good. Nice. I had yesterday for lunch, my mum bought me hummus and falafel. And I don't buy stuff like that anymore because we don't buy dippy stuff very often because we've got kids and they won't eat stuff like that. Yeah. And so it was really nice just to be like, have a dippy hummus and, and falafel. And mm. because we had some left over after the barbecue... For my lunches, I was having what is actually effectively quite a healthy lunch. Yeah. So I would just chop up a load of crudités, so like uh, pepper and cucumber and carrot sticks, and then yeah. like maybe a couple of little cornichons and some olives, mm. and a put and a pita bread, and like just chop that up love and it. then have it with hummus. Yeah, it's nice. That. I just love a little picky plate. Love a picky. I love a picky plate. Picky plates are the best. We don't do enough picky plates. No. I think that's the thing as well, is because it's like a, it's a treat for us because the sort of picky plates we're used to now are not that. Yeah. Because yeah, they're picky plates for kids, so they're fucking chicken baby, nuggets. Chicken nuggets, baby bell. Yeah. B- boring shit, right? Yeah, but it's all us, beige. So it's nice to have like a an adult picky plate mm. with olives and shit. Mm, yeah. Delicious. Oh my god, what's your loathe of the week? The fucking park. <laughs> Yeah, I don't like parks anymore. Followers of the Instagram will know that a couple of weeks ago I had a mild mental breakdown because I had to take my child to the park. How awful for you. How did you manage? How did you cope? And see, my problem with the park is I think I I hold a lot of trauma from COVID and the only place that you were able to go was the park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And like... Although we're quite far removed from that now, I feel like my body has this like ingrained reaction of stepping foot on the park, and I'm yeah. just like, <gasps> yeah. Especially if I if I go with like, because I've been taking her after school, and there's other kids there, mm. and I can have a chat to some of the other parents. That's fine. Mm. I don't have an issue with that at all. But when I have to take her to the park on my own on a weekend, yeah. It just feels like the worst thing. And I feel really guilty then because all she wants to do is go she to the park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think the, it's such a desolate place to be when you're on your own. When you take your kids to the park and it's just you, or it's not like a, a planned event or like you said, it's not after school. It's just really desolate. Yeah. You just feel, I just feel really like out of place and lost. Because mm. you're only required, because they're old enough to do most of the stuff themselves, you're only required to help a little bit on things they can't do yeah what they really what they want you to do is get involved with them but that's really hard like there's just no way that's going to happen on a park mm-hmm. and they're just like they're just very lonely places to be I think yeah and like and the only reason I take her to the park is because she's being so awful at home mm. so I'm already in a bad mood with yeah, her yeah, like yeah. I threw a tantrum like a toddler like when I had to take her to the park the other week. <laughs> I don't want her so I was like, because I'd been, I think maybe had been out the night before or we'd been up and out really early. Mm. And by the time I got back, all I wanted to do was have a rest. Yeah. And I literally said to her, like, it's a Sunday afternoon. We all just want to chill out. We've had a very busy weekend. Yeah. I think she'd had like two parties in the weekend or something like that. And they can't switch off. And I was like, like we just want to have a chill out. And I was like, I just want to lie on the sofa. I was like, yeah. we'll watch a nice film together. I don't want to watch a film. 
Unless it's Encanto. And I'd be like, well, we've watched Encanto 75 times. So no, we're not watching Encanto again. Why don't we watch a film you've not seen before that might be your new favourite film? We could try that, couldn't we? No! Yeah. So in the end, I was like, right, okay, fine. We'll go to the park. We'll go to the park. So I stormed out of the house and I'm marching down the road. And I was like, I hope you don't think I'm going to push you on the swing. I'm not going to push you on the swing because you've done my head in this afternoon, Darcy. You can do the swing yourself. Because you know you can do it yourself. Yeah, it's so hard. And we've been in the park for about 10 minutes by the time I'd like managed to regulate myself. Mm. And at that point, I was like, I have been really mean to her. Well, yeah, because then you feel guilty about it, don't you? So she she was like playing on the roundabout or something. I said, Darcy, come here for a minute. And she came over and I was like, look, I'm really sorry that I was really cross with you Mm. about coming to the park. I was just really, really tired. I wanted to have... Just a bit of time to relax and she was just like I'm sorry too mummy I can tell you're tired because look at those big black bags under your eyes (gasps) wow I thought that was going so well then that lovely conversation that you both had where you said sorry to each other and then she ended it with that yeah wow because when she said I'm sorry too mummy I was like oh I gave her a cuddle and then she was like look at those big black bags under your eyes you're hideous yeah (laughs) look how hideously tired you are you're the reason I'm hideously tired (laughs) oh god Um, my loathe of the week this is a big one okay I probably we've really overrun here because this is a proper loathe this is a proper loathe okay this is a formal complaint okay I'm hereby Formal complaining on this Formally podcast. Formally complaining. Formally complaining on this podcast to East Midlands Airport. Oh, okay. And so much so that I'm also going to write them a letter. That's how much I'm complaining. So this is a serious one. So when we were flying out to Tunisia, when we went through security, they made Ramona do all of the security checks on her own and did not explain one thing to me or her while it was happening. Dave had to deal with Lola, so I had Ramona with me. We walked through, you walked through the beepy thing, both of us beeped. The lady who dealt with us did not say one word to either of us. She made Ramona stand in the scanner alone with her arms in the air while it spun around. Had no fucking clue what, what was happening to her. Then they pulled her out of it. They patted her down. They did all the frisking with her. You would think that they would have to get consent from uh-huh. a parent and to I be able to going, do that. Sorry, what are you doing? And then she, she didn't say anything to me. Then she point. Then she pointed at Ramona and made, like didn't even say, "Can you sit there, please?" She just pointed at the chair, made her sit down, and then got like a thing out that does like uh, like a uh, like a stick. Yeah, like the beep, wand the thing. Stick, yeah, the wand and went round went round Oliver on that. And then once all of that had happened, she just pointed to the like, "Off you go, fuck off," and that was it. That's so bad. And also because they'd made me, they'd made me take my shoes off. I was like stood there with no shoes on. And I was trying to, like, I literally at one point crouched down next to Ramona and went, it's all right, darling, they're just che- they're just doing funny checks on you. They're just, oh, they're making you do all the checks. Isn't that exciting to try and make her feel better? This woman just, like, looked absolutely furious. Yeah. Like, I understand that they have to do the checks on children. Totally. I think they have certain quotas that they have to, Not you know, a problem with that at all. But they should. Explain it. Yeah, like, we, when we went to Mexico last year, we flew out of Gatwick and we'd got a deal where we got, like, the priority... Mm, yeah. Um, security thing. I went through security. Somehow managed to completely forget that I had a child because I was walking into duty free when I turned around and noticed that Darcy had been pulled 
Oh my god! For security. Yeah. And luckily enough, there was a big group of us. So Chloe and Adam were like behind her. Yeah. And they were like, I think they thought that she belonged to them. I think the security thought that Darcy belonged to them. But I was like packing the stuff in the bag, putting my shoes on, and I was like, okay. But the lady that did the checks was lovely. She was just like, oh, we just need to like, and she explained the whole thing to her. And Darcy didn't knock a stare out of her. She was absolutely fine. That's all it would have taken. That's all I needed. All I needed was for that lady to say, oh, I just needed to stand in there and do a little check. Mummy's just here. Yeah. While it's... Oh, can you put your hands in the air? Yeah, it's not that difficult. Didn't say one fucking word. And Ramona was terrified. As you would be. Absolutely terrified. She's five. And they made her do all of that by set. And they didn't, like, like, they didn't explain anything to me. And as it was all happening, I was going, no, this isn't okay. But in that moment, you're like, I'm in security. I can't really say anything in case... They don't they, let me on the plane. They, yeah, they detained me for some reason. So I freaked out. And then afterwards, I was just like, that wasn't okay, was it? That no. definitely wasn't okay. So that's my formal complaint. And I will be also writing a letter to them. Because I'm really... Fuck you, Eastmithers Fuck you, Eastmithers. Awful. Absolutely awful. Every single time I go through security in a airport, I get, like, mad anxiety. Yeah, me too. I'm like, oh, I'm did like, someone accidentally put cocaine on Yeah, me? I'll be like, oh, am I accidentally carrying 15 pounds of heroin in my bag? <laughs> yeah. Oh, did Speaking someone as a woman put a who bomb has, on me? Who has never seen heroin in her life. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, oh, no. Well, what if there's heroin in my bag? <laughs> I think exactly the same. I'm like, oh, my God, what if someone's put an explosive in my shoe? So like, do, I have, do I have any knives? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Am I a ter- am I a terrorist? Let me just check before I walk through this beepy thing. Am I am I uh, am I a terrorist? Have I committed any acts of terrorism <laughs> recently? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Well, on that note, we've we've spoke about terrorism far too much on this yeah. podcast. I think it, it's because toddlers are awful. I feel like it needs to be called the terrorism twos. The terrorism twos. Yeah, I like that. Yes, please. Yeah, we'll call it that. Um, as ever, we would really love you to keep listening. Yeah. And subscribe and, and share. Follow us on all of the social medias. Yes, we're the Amateur Mill Society at all of those things. Please tell all your friends about it. Um, keep listening. And uh, we want you to get in touch, don't we? Really? We really do. We need more kid parents say the funniest things. We need more parents say the funniest things. We need more interactions with you guys. So please tell us your. Fu- what would be really great if some of us you could tell us your funniest stories about rageful two-year-olds. Yeah, that and the would be reason, great. The reason for their rage. Stupid reasons for two-year-olds getting in a rage, please, would be nice. Yeah. That would be lovely. What's my kid crying about? What's my kid crying about today? Is it yoghurt? Probably. <laughs> More than likely. More than likely. Um, And we'll see you again next time, yeah? We'll see you again next time. Have a lovely time. Bye. Bye.